Hey everybody, this is Jessica and Sadie, and we're your hosts for the amazing Rewatch podcast, which you are listening to right now. This is our second attempt at this because <laughs> Oliver the podcast doggy was very whiny when we first tried to do this, yeah. so take two. He just wants to play, so now he's just giving Jessica a lot of kisses. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even yeah. like dogs that much. I like dogs, I just never want a dog, but... He gets very excited when she comes over. (laughs) So this episode aired originally on February 1st, 2005. And my birthday is February 5th, so I would have been almost turning, what, 16 Mm. when this aired. Crazy. Yeah. Well, we left off last episode in Sri Lanka, and... Who was eliminated? Lori and Bolo. (laughs) Gosh. And Lori and Bolo were eliminated. They had that whole mishap at the last roadblock. And we had to say goodbye to them. So our last four teams are pretty strong. It's kind of like a consensus that Rebecca and Adam are not the strong of the four. Anyways, we'll get into that later. But... We depart Sri Lanka. The first team to depart are Chris and John at 11.59 p.m. And the clue says, fly to Shanghai, China, which is 4,000 miles away. When you land, make your way to Yuyuan Gardens and search the grounds for the next clue. So then Hayden and Aaron leave at 12.04, Freddie and Kendra at 12.05, and Adam and Rebecca at 12.06. All of them are very close. Get to the airport about the same time, and all of them get on the same flight. On Dragon Air. Yeah, I'm, I've never heard of Dragon <laughs> Air <either>. before. <laughs> it leaves at 7.45 a.m., and it has a layover in Hong Kong. And, yeah, so we're all on the same flight. Before we go any further, I just opened my notes, and we put at the beginning of it that we wanted to read this email. Oh, yeah. From a fan named Ashley. Yes. Um, she says, hello, amazing rewatch. I just wanted to share how much I enjoy your podcast. I've gotten back into the show itself with this new season, but also decided to go back and watch from the beginning. And I found your podcast among the other quote rewatch from the beginning podcasts. I enjoy yours the most for the context you give each season and each contestant. I'm around the same age as both of you, so the year recaps for each season premiere is also a mini blast from the past. I love that you give each country slash city slash area a little historical note along with your own travel experience, as well as updates about the team after they're eliminated. And what I love most is that your your release format. It's nice to be able to binge the episode in batches rather than week by week. I'm currently on season four, so I'll be caught up soon but just want to express how happy I was to find your podcast and how you fit it into your lives. Thank you, Ashley. Thank you, Ashley. (laughs) Yes. Thank you, Ashley. We love that. So you highlighted a lot of the things that we wanted to be different and unique. And I don't think there's like a lot of rewatch from the beginning podcasts. We know there's a lot of recap podcasts that like talk about like the current seasons or the most recent seasons. Um, but yeah, our release format where we do six episodes at a time, we really wanted to do that because I'm like, nobody wants to watch one episode a week when they have the whole season available. <laughs> I know I wouldn't. So yeah, so that was that was one of the 
big decisions that we had to make and we seem it seems like it's going good so if yeah if you guys have any feedback or suggestions but we think that's sometimes it makes it harder because like we procrastinate a lot and so it's tuesday night at midnight and we're uploading these for wednesday morning yeah and when you have to do six episodes it's a lot more than just doing one a week but also it gives us a little bit more time so like if we have to take a week off we have a little bit more flexibility so it's been really good yeah this year is almost over six seasons so if we do two a month i mean every two months then we'll be doing six seasons a year yeah so thank you (laughs) ashley we love to hear emails from you guys we've gotten a few really really nice ones and it just always makes our day yeah and we follow her on instagram and it seems like she's also a disney fan and goes to disneyland a lot so (laughs) we we think we could be pretty good friends with this with ashley (laughs) so thanks for listening and thanks for emailing us we like we said you guys just uh, email us at the amazing rewatch at gmail.com and we love to respond and chat and hear from you guys so that was really nice to hear from her Alrighty. Well, we arrive in Shanghai. Yeah. On their layover in Hong Kong, Adam and Rebecca, Chris and John, and Freddie and Kendra exchanged their money. And for some odd reason, Hayden and Aaron did not. Yeah, it is odd because at one point, Chris says that their travel day for leaving Sri Lanka, it was 24 hours. Yeah. They would have had a long time in Hong Kong. Why didn't they do it there? I don't know. That was like inexplicable. So they have to get in line in the Shanghai airport and exchange their money as everybody else is trying to find taxis. And finding taxis in Shanghai apparently is not easy because they're like, all of them are trying to hail taxis and they're like looking at the taxis that have nobody in them and saying, well, why won't they pick us up? And they're like, like, are they just discriminating against us because we're Americans or? Yeah. And even they'll pretty much like get in front of an empty taxi and ask the guy like can you take us and they'll say no i can't take you like why can so many of them not take them it's kind of weird but then later in the episode it's easier they said it was just harder during rush hour so maybe those taxis had like uh like a reservation yeah i don't know i don't know why so many of them on all at the airport i don't know it was very rough getting a taxi at this point um and then Chris and John are like frustrated too. Mm-hmm. And but Chris says it's not their fault, it's our fault. We're in their country and we don't ha- know how to communicate with them. Mm-hmm. So I like it when people point that out because I hate it when people go to another country and just expect everybody to speak English and tr- be able to communicate with them because you're going to their country. Yeah. So, and when Freddie and Kendra are in their cab, they say that. They call Adam and Rebecca the poor little ones. Yeah. They call them the little ones. The little like, ones. the whole episode. <laughs> the poor little ones. When you're and, like six feet tall, then I guess everybody's yeah. little to you. <laughs> and he says Adam isn't assertive enough to do any of this on his own. And when they were in the airport getting tickets for their flight to Shanghai, he was like, Let me give me the money and let me buy the tickets. And she was like, No, I'll do it. Just let me handle this. She's like, just let me handle it. He's like, I want to buy the tickets. Like a little <laughs> baby like he just wanted to like have some power or something I don't yeah know. but why wouldn't she let him do it I either know. it's not like it was a- there was one flight option yeah. pretty much yeah i don't know 
she was like, no, I'll do it. <laughs> and Freddie also says that they've gotten this far by just like watching what everybody else does and mm-hmm. following the other teams. Which is kind of true. Yeah. Hayden and Aaron are, I mean, they all have this hard time getting taxis, but Hayden and Aaron had a hard time. And they're already kind of getting really frustrated with each other, too. And Hayden is mad because she's saying that they're ripping them off on the price. And Aaron is, like, telling her – he told her to shut up. Yeah. She's like, don't say shut – don't tell me to shut up. said that a couple times. Yeah. Which I don't like that. I do not either. And so they're supposed to go to this garden. And it seems like it is in not a very populated area. And it's in the middle of the night. Mm -hmm. And the cabs drop them off not at the garden but at this hotel – and tell them it's a they're like it's a two minute walk so they go into the hotel lobby and the hotel person says it's a two minute walk so all these teams are kind of like wandering through the streets in the middle of the, the, middle night, of the night and it isn't like a populated area there's not a bunch of they seem a little scared yeah, and there's worried. not a bunch of billboards and stuff like that it, it's dark and they eventually find it it doesn't open till 8 30 so they go back to that hotel and they stay the night and I'll get back to the garden at 8.30 in the morning, get the tickets, and go inside at the same time. And they kind of have to wander around and find the clue box. Freddie and Kendra are the first to get the clue. And it says, make your way to Yincheng Road and search the area around the Hunang Tower for the next clue. Caution, yield ahead. Caution, yield ahead. And immediately, Freddie and Kendra want to yield Adam and Rebecca. Freddie more than Kendra. Mm-hmm. He says he they deserve the revenge and they, he wants to get back at them. And Adam and Rebecca are like, if they're smart, they'll yield Chris and John and try to get them out. <laughs> yeah. Which probably would have been the smarter move. But we'll get to that. So Chris and John get a taxi first and everyone else is kind of struggling and like super frustrated with the language barrier. Chris and John, sorry, that was weird how I said that. Chris and John are worried um, that Freddie and Kendra are going to yield them, so they want to get there first, but their taxi. <laughs> yeah. This was the first of two taxis this lake that just. They really have really bad sh- luck yeah. with taxis on this lake, which would be so frustrating. They're at a point where they're basically, they're literally just standing still in traffic and aren't moving an inch everybody else is like i don't know how like what route they took or what mm-hmm. but other teams make it there before them and yeah they're really frustrated and you can tell how upset they are in the car adam or freddie and kendra get to the next clue first mm-hmm. and they do yield adam and rebecca and then the clue is a roadblock and it didn't have like a who is this and this, whatever. I think the prompt was, this is a 40-story building who can climb down or something. Like, it kind of gave it away in the description. Yeah. Make your way to the top of the 40-story skyscraper. Sit on a windshield wiper's chair and lower yourself down to a window. You have to clean it off until you get the, the word. Mm-hmm. Then you lower yourself all the way down. So Kendra does the roadblock and she's really nervous. And but I think it's like they're kind of like uneven and it's her turn to do. Yeah, a she probably needs to do some. And Aaron does it as well. 
and Adam and Rebecca, yeah, they get to the tower before Chris and John. They're still lost. So um, Hayden is there at the tower, like, waiting for Aaron to do the roadblock, and she hides from Adam, Adam. and Rebecca because <laughs> they're running around the whole square trying to find this clue box, and so she's, like, hiding behind this big plant and doesn't want them to see her, and they are having kind of a hard time finding where it is. And it's really funny, too, because um, Freddie and Kendra, they read the clue for the roadblock. They hailed a cab, the taxi, and he just drove them around to the other side of the block. <laughs> yeah, they were like, that was stupid. <laughs> that was a waste of time. So Aaron did the roadblock first, mm -hmm. even though Kendra got the clue first, because they were like, they got a cab around the corner, which was funny. <laughs> And Adam and Rebecca see that they are yielded. And finally, Chris and John show up. And Chris, like, they are so frustrated. And they get out of the cab and they tell the driver, dude, you suck. Yeah. And they're, like, really upset. And Adam is, like, sitting there watching them. He's like, that's the first time I've seen them get upset. It's the first time I ever, I've ever seen any emotion out of John. Yeah, I did. And it really is the first time that they have yeah. been frustrated or upset. Like, even when things haven't gone their way, they've been like pretty positive yeah. and just understanding. But at this point of the race, and for it to be a cab would be so hard. Yeah. But also, like, that was rude. Yeah. I didn't like that. But yeah. And we have to be fair. Like, even though we love Chris and John, we get mad at other people for being rude to their cab drivers. So mm -hmm. it would be fair to not. Say something about them, too. Yeah. And Adam and Rebecca are really mad that they got yielded by Freddie and Kendra. And Adam's like, this wasn't strategy. This is pure, purely revenge. Like, if they were smart, they would have yielded Chris and John because they're stronger than us. Like, he's admitting that Chris and John are a stronger team than him and Rebecca. But it is true. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure at this point, when you've gone all but the last two legs, you know who's the front runner. Yeah. And who... They obviously are the most cohesive team of the four left, too. So they're definitely a threat. So Chris does the roadblock. And she's heading to do it as Aaron finishes. He's the first one to finish. And as he lowers his windshield cleaning thing, like he wipes off the windows and he the word is Tai Chi. Mm -hmm. And goes down and gets the clue and... Hayden's like was it scary could I have done that and he's immediately like no no <laughs> and he opens the clue and she's like hold on wait I want Freddie to hear this which yeah. I thought was weird that is weird like what does he's gonna read his own clue what good yeah. does this do he can't do anything she wants him to start like start looking there. at maps or something to get ready for it I don't know and at this point of the race why give separate yourselves <laughs> yeah but it says make your way to the monument to the people's heroes and find a group of Tai Chi performers. Search the group for one of the four masters that has your next clue. And as they're running away, John tells Freddie, thanks for not yielding us. <laughs> <laughs> so Kendra finishes and gets the clue. And Adam and Rebecca are sitting there fighting. I don't even know what they're fighting about. They fight about stuff that's not. I know. Adam's like upset. Like they shouldn't have yielded us. That wasn't a smart decision. And like, but he's like almost blaming Rebecca. And she's yeah. like, dude, like. So they're fighting. What do you want me to do about it? And the little hourglass that they have to flip over to run to down their time <laughs> is run out. And they're just standing there fighting, not even <laughs> looking at it. And she's like, oh my gosh, it's run out. What are we fighting? We're just fighting. We don't even see it. 
So she's she does the roadblock because she says that Adam has had has done five and she's only done three, so she needs to do it. Which that surprised me because yeah, I was surprised as well. I was like, I feel like she's done more than him, but yeah. I guess not. So Chris finishes it and Rebecca finishes it. So they've all done the roadblock. They're heading to this monument to find the next clue from these Tai Chi people. Cece, my daughter Cece, had my computer at this point doing um, a little school, like a homework thing. So I didn't take notes (laughs) for the next little bit. But you should tell us about Shanghai. Okay. Well, this is our third time to China. Yeah. The first time we went to Beijing. The Uh second time we went to Hong Kong. And this is our first time in Shanghai. So even though we told you information about China, this is a new place for us. So Shanghai is one of the four direct administered municipal... Okay, that's a dumb fact. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So Shanghai is a city in the People's Republic of China. It has the third largest population in the world. It says 24.89 million inhabitants in 2021. That's so many people. Well, the urban area is the most populous in China. It says 39 million residents in the urban area of Shanghai. That is, I can't even comprehend that. I know. That's That's crazy. A lot of people. As of 2018, Shanghai metropolitan area was estimated to produce a gross product of nearly $9 trillion per year wow. and is one of the busiest container ports in the world. So there's a lot going on there mm-hmm. financially and with business and stuff. It has 12 of the top Fortune 500 companies based there. It originally was just like a really small fishing village in a small market town. And then it grew in importance in the 19th century due to its port location. And the city flourished and became a primary commercial and financial hub of Asia in the 1930s. And in 1949, trade became limited to other socialist countries and the global influence declined. And then it reemerged as a hub for international trade and finance and is now home to the Shanghai Stock Exchange, which is one of the largest stock exchanges in the world. It's a major city for research and development and education. It has the largest metro network in the world by route length. and Like subway, you mean? Yeah. Basically? Yeah, subway. Sorry. Yeah, metro, subway. Yes, same. So the other five biggest cities in the world, could, could you name them? Okay, um, Tokyo is number one. Mexico City? No. Really? I always thought that was like up there. Okay, Beijing? Mm-mm. New York City? No, that wouldn't even be. Not even close. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, gosh, for 24 million and it's number what? Three? Or five? Three. Three? So Tokyo, are they all in China? <laughs> No. Um, I, I don't maybe know. Maybe like Mumbai, Delhi. Delhi. Um, I don't know. Tell me. Okay. So number one, it's Tokyo with 37 million. Delhi with 32 million. Shanghai, 28 million. Dhaka, 
D-H-A-K-A. That's um, the capital of Bangladesh. And then Sao Paulo with $22 million. Huh, okay. So they're all in Asia except for Sao Paulo. The Shanghai Tower is the third tallest building in the world. It has 128 floors. I don't think this was built when we were filming this in 2004 because it's pretty new. Yeah. <laughs> so some of this information is new compared to when, when we they were, were there here in 2004. And Shanghai is the birthplace of the Communist Party of China. And you can find the party's founding site as a tourist destination if you want to go there. And Shanghainese is, like, different from Mandarin. They, like, native Shanghai people speak their own language. Huh. I wonder if it's, like, similar to Mandarin. They can probably still communicate with other people, right? Yeah. Well, it says there's no standard written form of Shanghainese, and it's not the official language of Shanghai, but you're likely to hear it spoken on the streets and on the radio and television and stuff. Anyways, when we were in the airport arriving in Shanghai, I was in the Shanghai airport when I was coming home from my trip to India. Mm-hmm. And I reckon I could like recognize it right away because like the slanted windows, I don't know, it looked so... Like, I was like, I was right there. I was in that airport for a really long time. Yeah. <laughs> so. Didn't he, did you get a hotel in Shanghai? Or yeah. You- so I'm like, should I count China as a country that I've been to? I think if you've been outside of the airport, <laughs> then yeah. when I was coming home from India, I had a layover in Shanghai. But our flight from Delhi left late. So we didn't make our connection in Shanghai. And they're like, oh, don't worry about it. When you get there, there'll be another one waiting for you. And we get there and they're like, oh, the next flight isn't until tomorrow. But to be in China, an American citizen, you have to have a visa to go to China. You can't just go with your passport. Mm. Like you have to have a visa. And I didn't. Mm -hmm. But they were like, we're going to provide you with a hotel. So I had to go through customs and get a visa on the spot. And it took like four hours. And then got they, like, got us all on a bus and took us to this hotel. So I went straight from the airport on a bus to a hotel right to my room, back on a bus. Like, I slept for, like, five hours there, back on a bus, back to the airport. And then – so I don't know. I guess <laughs> – I, like- I, I count that I've been to Wisconsin because we left the Milwaukee airport and drove to Chicago. <laughs> True. So, and it's really interesting because I spent two whole weeks in India and didn't get sick from food at all, which is like deli belly is a thing. If people <laughs> get sick in India by like the food or the water, I was so careful by everything I ate and drank and I didn't get sick. And then the food that the hotel gave me in Shanghai, like they just brought us dinner to our room because we were there so late and that made me sick. And I was sick for the whole 14-hour flight oh, no. over the Pacific Ocean from Shanghai. And it's like, that was like so awful. <laughs> so Shanghai. So Shanghai, you know, started out as a little fishing village and blew up in population. Major finance and trade city. It's huge. Very interesting. I think I've talked about when I taught for VIP kid, like Mm -hmm. the online teaching to kids in China. I taught them English. I had quite a few students from Shanghai. Oh, yeah. And they 
they're just so cute. All of my little Chinese students, but like all all of the kids that lived in Shanghai lived in like a high rise apartment. And is there even like single family dwellings in Shanghai at all? It's probably all apartments. I wouldn't think so. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a Disneyland there. I know. So there's two Disneylands in China. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Hong Kong, Shanghai, Tokyo, Paris, Orlando, Anaheim. <laughs> if you wanted to know all of them. Hmm. Yeah, I would love to go to those different. I hear, I've been to the Disneyland Paris, but. And I'm going in a couple weeks, actually. But I hear that Tokyo is the best one, besides the original. It says, for citizens of the United States... Shanghai offers a 144-hour or six-day visa-free option, which wasn't available when I went. Maybe they changed that. That would have been nice. Yeah. (laughs) So you can go to Shanghai for six days without. But it's only Shanghai specifically, not China. It's like Shanghai and neighboring areas of the Jiangsu and Shenzhen. So not all of China, just that area for six days. Sounds very interesting. (laughs) And you, I don't know what happens next. You'll have to tell me. Oh, well, so (laughs) this part I thought was really weird. So Rebecca, I mean, yeah, Rebecca's doing the roadblock. And as she's doing the roadblock, Adam is like down on the street hailing a cab and asking cab drivers if they speak English, asking if they like know like the the city well stuff. I'm like, is that allowed? I feel like that shouldn't be allowed. Yeah, like while your other- teammate is doing a roadblock, you shouldn't be allowed to go find transportation. Yeah. Cuz he was like asking a cab driver. <laughs> he's like, "Can you speak English?" and the driver said, "I English very small." Yeah. Shit, <laughs> <laughs> that was so cute, but I was like, are they going to get a penalty for that? I feel like you shouldn't be able to do that. I don't think that's fair. Yeah. But they didn't get a penalty for it. Maybe as long as he doesn't get in a cab yet and was just like asking if there's one that speaks English. And she gets down. He's like, come on, Rebecca. I got us a cab. Oh, well, then I don't know. Yeah. I don't think that should be allowed. Well, Hayden and Aaron get to that monument first, and all they have to do is, like, walk down this line of these people doing Tai Chi at this monument and ask who. Do you have a clue? Do you have a clue? Do you have a clue? Until somebody says yes. But there's only four, so, like, the last team to get there has less of a chance to get the clue quicker. I don't know. But the clue says, use this map to make your way three miles to Jangpu Road, and at the end of the road teams will find their next clue so freddie and kendra get their second and chris and john third and then adam and rebecca and this is just another situation where they all have to take cabs to another place and chris and john have a terrible cab driver (laughs) yeah he like overshot it by like 10 blocks mm -hmm. and because they have the map in their hand and they like are showing him where to go and it looks like all the cabs here in this city have a plate glass window between them and the cab driver so Mm -hmm. they can't like put themselves forward and put the map in front of them yeah because there's a couple times where john he's like stop and he gets out of the car and goes to the driver's window yeah and opens the driver's door goes to his window and shows him on the map and then the driver yeah the the communication here is very difficult like they're just not 
they're not communicating well with the drivers and Chris and John are very frustrated and being taken to the wrong place and way far past where they needed to go. So Hayden and Aaron get to the end of this road first and they get the clue and it's a detour and the options are bricks, bricks or ice. So bricks is they have to carry 300 bricks on this like little weight thing like they load a few bricks on each side and there's like a a a stick that goes up over their shoulders yeah so if you imagine like old school i don't know like water you know they carry like the water over their shoulders hanging on both sides of this that's what it looks like (laughs) so they load as many bricks as they can on each load and they have to take 300 total and they have to walk like down this tiny plank of wood, like balance across it to go stack the bricks up. Yeah. And ice is they have to load two 220-pound blocks of ice on the back of a flatbed tricycle, then deliver it to a little-known fish market four streets away, then break the ice into smaller pieces and put them in a bin. And nobody does this Nobody one. does this one. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't choose I this I wouldn't one either. have either, no. And um, so Hayden and Aaron start doing it. Aaron does it easily enough, but Hayden struggles and she's like <laughs> yelling and at Aaron the whole time. And like every Aaron, Aaron, help me. Aaron, help me balance. I'm like, yeah. what is he supposed to do? Because <laughs> he's carrying a bunch too. Yeah. So Chris and John, their taxi finally gets there and. John's yeah. like, how much should I pay him? And Chris is like, don't give him anything. And, like, John throws a little bit of money at him, like, through the window. And then. Oh, I didn't even. I didn't see that. I didn't see him throw any money at him. Oh, he. Yeah, he threw something oh, at him through the window. That's good. I thought he, they didn't give him anything. And I was going to be like, they should get a penalty for that. Yeah. If they didn't pay him any money. I didn't see him throw money through the window, which is good. That makes I, me feel I think a little bit that's better. what it was. It was like even in slow motion, like mm-hmm. it showed him like tossing something in the window, and the cab driver like tried to catch it. And yeah, I mean that's still really rude. And they were frustrated. I've liked Chris and John so much. This is their only know. black mark so yeah. far. <laughs> I would feel for them as well, being the top four teams, and you've run such a good race. Yeah. And to get, like, so far behind. And what do you do, on? too? Like, the cab has a meter, but if the the cab drove you way further than what you were supposed to and their meter kept running, mm-hmm. like, I don't think that's fair that they should have to pay the full price anyway. Like, mm-hmm. even in any cab driver situation ever, yeah, I don't think that would be fair. So I would feel like they should just, like, communicate, even though that's mm-hmm. hard right now, just be like, hey. This is what it would have been. We'll pay you this much. Yeah. Or something. I don't know. But. So I don't know. And they were like asking people for directions. And I thought I saw the cab driver. Standing there on the corner with those people. And I was like, oh, is he coming back to get his money? But Mm -hmm. no, we didn't see him. Yeah. Because we've had something like that. That's happened before. before. (laughs) Yeah. Well, so Hayden and Aaron and Freddie and Kendra are pretty much finishing up as Chris and John and Adam and Rebecca arrive. Hayden and, Aaron, Hayden and Aaron finish first. They get the clue that says, travel three miles to the roof of the Peace Hotel South, and which is a landmark building overlooking the city of Shanghai. 
And so Hayden and Aaron and Freddie and Kendra are on their way there in cabs. And like we said, Chris and John choose bricks as the detour. And once again, they're operating cohesively. Yeah, they finish it so fast. <laughs> yeah. Why is she wearing a strapless shirt, though? I know. Did you think that, too? Yes. Like, that is she's such like- inappropriate clothing for this type of activity. <laughs> yeah, well, she's wearing, like, a tube top. And I'm like, yeah. I would never. What if you had to run or, like, yeah, do anything, pretty much? <laughs> like, and doing this task, your hands mm-hmm. are holding the bricks like if your shirt falls down you don't have anything to pull it back up with yeah your hands are holding your bricks and that wooden thing is like right across your bare skin but she didn't know that was going to happen but anyways it's just so funny because the early 2000s these clothes like we said before they don't have (laughs) like athleisure clothes yet really so she's probably like this is a a cool shirt as in like keeps you cool yeah it's not a hot shirt yeah and probably think, this is a cool shirt. <laughs> like I just think stylish. all the time, like before athleisure was invented, did people even exercise? <laughs> like, what did they wear? They could have been wearing the shorts that Adam was wearing. Did you? They like went I mean, down to his ankles. Oh yeah, they were like, like athletic shorts, the really baggy shorts. Yes, those oh my basketball gosh. shorts. Yeah, and it, they didn't make him look really short. Yeah, and this this task was like telling on how tall you were because. The ropes hung down from the strings. Mm-hmm. And like Hayden, I mean, not Aaron and Freddie are like really tall. <laughs> yeah. So they were, it was easily above the ground. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Hayden also looks pretty tall, but she was even saying like, my bricks are touching the ground. Mm-hmm. They're, they're not as high as Fred or as Aaron's were. So, yeah. But like everybody's wearing like t-shirts and jeans yeah. and or tube tops and like, this is not comfortable, and this is not... And nowadays, all you see is just, like, yoga Leggings pants and, and yeah, workout shirts, tops. which is much better. Yeah. Anyways, John and Chris finish before Adam and Rebecca, and Freddie even says it in the cab on their way to the pit stop. He's like, They're, they work much better together. They're going to finish it faster than Adam and Rebecca. Yeah. Because Adam was I'm, telling Rebecca, like, because Rebecca's like, come on, honey, come on, come on, mm-hmm. honey. He's like, if you call me honey one more time, you're dead meat. And I'm like, dead meat? <laughs> That's okay. It's a little uh, violent, but. So they kind of just yell at each other like that the whole time, which they have done from the beginning. Yeah. She, Rebecca even dropped some of her bricks into the little water thing under them. Right? Oh, I Did you see that? Yeah. I think she dropped some of her bricks. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, anyways, it seems like this hotel is pretty well known because none of the cab drivers really have a hard time finding it, finding yeah. this one. Because Hayden and Aaron get there first and they have to run in and go up the elevator. They check in as team number one. And they went a trip to Hawaii. Yeah. And then team number two are Freddie and Kendra. It seems like they were just like right behind them. And so then we kind of have the um who who is going to be because they make it seem like it's pretty close but i don't think it was as close as they make it seem but team number three end up being chris and john mm-hmm. but when they they get out of their cab and they're running across the street to go into the hotel they almost get hit twice yeah they almost get hit by a cab and then a bus i'm like watch out it's <laughs> <laughs> not worth your life and so that means adam and rebecca are team number four but 
It's his non-elimination leg. Unfortunately. Yeah. And I was surprised. I'm like, don't we only have one episode left? Mm -hmm. But But the last episode is always two legs. Not always. But this one is. But usually the non-elimination. Maybe this is how it has been some of the time. But yeah. Anyways, so the four teams will go into the finale. But it will be like two legs worth. Yes. And somebody will get eliminated. And then, it'll and then be we'll the do our three. final leg. I'm hoping Adam and Rebecca get eliminated. I was going to be so sad if John and Chris got eliminated. I just want them to win so bad. And like I said, like we've said, like from the beginning, we like Rebecca. Adam's yeah. not our favorite. <laughs> but it's just so interesting that all four teams in this like final four are couples. Mm-hmm. Like this season in particular had a lot of couples. It really did. And anybody that was not a couple got eliminated pretty quickly. Except for Gus and Hera. They were like the only non-couple team in the top. Were they six? Yeah, something like that. Because Jonathan and Victoria were. Mm -hmm. Oh, and Lori and Bolo. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so many couples. So seven. Anyway, so we are going to be doing the finale next. It will probably be a long episode because we have two legs to cover. Plus all the post-race statistics and stuff like that. So, And this was a longer season, too. Like, it had 13 episodes instead of 12. I think there's Yeah, but we said that that one episode was just a recap. Oh, that's right. So I guess technically only 12. Yeah. So I think we're going to have a whole other leg before we head to the States. Yeah. But I think we're probably going to stay in China. I think so, too. And, Yeah. See who wins. Yeah. Getting to the end of season six. Gonna be a nail biter, I think, if I remember right. And well, this ne- this episode was really stressful. They were all really close together the whole time. Mm-hmm. I was kind of like, oh, this episode was a good one. I was. And it like came down to taxis. Mm-hmm. I wonder how much further ahead Chris and John would have been if they had good taxis because yeah. they did all the challenges really quickly. But I think everybody kind of did the challenges really quickly. Mm-hmm. So there wasn't anybody that kind of struggled with anything. So, yeah. Well, okay. Join us in the next episode for the season six finale. And it's going to be fun. Thanks for listening. This is the Amazing Rewatch podcast. You can email us at theamazingrewatch at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram at The Amazing Rewatch, or you can join our Facebook group, The Amazing Rewatch Podcast. Please like, rate, and review, and share with your friends, and reach out to us. We love to hear from you. Thanks for your support, and thanks for listening. Bye.